Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Welcome to the best podcast in the world. This is your host, Nick Tibusek, and with me is the one and only, the legendary Dennis Piccolo. Hello, everyone. All right, party people. Uh, today's topic, we're going to make this one a quickie. It's going to be about RPE and rear. Um, we're going to talk about what's the difference, what is this thing, as we're going to get a lot of questions about, uh, we get a lot of a questions, lot of questions yeah. <laughs> um, about uh, this thing when we're going to put something like at seven or something like that on the posts or in the um, story. <laughs> so actually, uh, what we're going to talk about is what is it, how do you use it, and does it make sense for everyone? And um, Right now, it is like, um, yeah, in the end, first of all, I think we got to say that yeah. in the end, RPE and rear is exactly the same. Same thing, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think that's a good starting point. So rear and RPE are actually the same. They just have, there's some nuances in which it's better to use one or the other. And it often depends on the client if he likes it more or less. So what do they stand for? So RPE means rate of perceived exertion, meaning how hard something is for you. And rear means reps in reserve. So how many reps you add in the tank. Um, let's maybe start with RPE and just see how it like, is actually the same thing as rear. So RPE goes from one to 10 in resistance training. And uh, here it goes from zero to, yeah, eight plus, but nobody uses, let's say five, something like that. Uh, a 10, an RPE 10 means you had no rep left in the top tank. So RPE 10 is a real zero. It's the same thing. It means you couldn't do anything more. It's you gave it all, you're done. Um, usually we're talking about or a single or the last set if you do more sets. And here's one big, very, very important thing to say. An RPE 10 is not, they, they are different RPE 10s. <laughs> like um, <laughs> if, you, if you have a technical failure, usually when it comes to um, sets where it's more about strength training, not hypertrophy training, an RPE 10 is when you technically fail the, the set so if when when it happens that you definitely have a lack of a good technique during that yeah. set, that's a ten. Very well said. Yeah, and it, if you have a muscular failure, really like like going into a, a heavy set of something, hex <laughs> squats, for example, or like something where you use a mach machine, especially which. Yeah. Like doesn't doesn't require as much technique because the, the path is given by the machine. There you can hit a real RP ten in the sense real that like you yeah this is you probably don't want complete failure in, on a squat in a, in a squat or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. As the the chance to get injured is pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I think it's that, that that's a very important one to say mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. um, but let's go on. 
So yeah, let's go. 10 is the maximum amount you can technically perform well. So okay. now we're going to go the ladder down. Yeah. And the next one would be the 9.5. Yeah. 9.5 means you could have done maybe one rep more, like, but not 100% sure. So the 0.5s is always between zero and one or one and two uh, reps more. And here it's between zero and one rep more. So it wasn't a complete technical failure, but one more rep would have been very, very difficult. Yeah. Like the last rep would have been the grind of your life. Yeah, usually it, it is, uh, you maybe could have handled a little bit more weight, mm -hmm. but probably not another rep. Exactly, exactly. That's usually mostly it. Yeah. But going down from there, there we, we come to the nine, yeah. which is you definitely can do one more rep. Yes. And here's to say, you definitely can do one more rep. That's very mm -hmm. important to say here, um, as it, a lot of people misunderstand this a little bit. When you say a nine and you can definitely do one more rep, it's, there's, this is not just, yeah, I would have grinded, blah, blah, blah. No, another perfect, lovely, lovely. <laughs> rep you can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a nine means in real, uh, real one. So one more rep. And, and here, here, you, here you go. This yeah. is why, why, why rear and RPE is pretty much the same as yeah. for most people, it's just a little bit better to understand, to say, okay, one more in the tank yeah. and say rear one. And a lot, a lot of people have some troubles with saying RPE nine. Yeah. In the end, it, it is exactly it's the same. same. Yeah. So, yeah. And we go from there, then there's the oil. 8.5, so between one and two more reps, eight, two more reps in reserve, three more reps in reserve, and so on. Uh, usually in training, maybe not extremely easy intro week, or if you do rehab work, you will work with fives and six, but honestly, um, I rarely, like, it's very, very rare. Maybe yeah. in So uh, usually the range where you want to be, to constantly improve, let's say, is somewhere between an RP 8, 7 and 8, 8.5, depending on the week, depending on the cycle, depending on many factors. Uh, it's very depending on the day too. Like it's not that every day this weight is an RP 8 on this amount of reps, but it changes and then auto-regulation comes into place, but that's for another episode. Yeah. And this is also something we got to talk about um, why RPE and rear is so good for most athletes as when it comes to um, programming stuff and telling an athlete, yeah, you got to do like, I don't know, a 250, uh, a 150 squat and or maybe some, I don't know, a dip, uh, like 80 kg dip. Mm -hmm. and, um, he's just pretty wasted from the day so he had a hard day at work and uh he's just maybe not that focused and stuff like that it can happen that he just can't hit the 80 kg 
yeah. or 150, whatever it is, but it can happen. And with an RPE, you definitely can go into the individual situation of that person as it may be that this person's going to be like a 75 today. Yeah. And it feels like an eight and it's completely yeah. all right because you get better and you can recover from that quicker as if you would be doing an 80 and completely messing your peaking, peaking for example. Yeah. Especially in peaking phases, it's very important to, to try to stick to them. And of course, it's not an easy thing and it's something you got to learn and something where a coach that has rated a lot of RPEs, uh, can help you to understand if you're really hitting your RPEs because there's, first of all, different types of people. Um, like an RP 9 or 10. My RP 9 or 10 looks like I'm having the easiest time of my life. Yeah. Like if you see my RP 9, I'm like I pull very quickly, but I know I can't do one more rep. Like I'm somebody who almost never grinds. Like I'm very, very bad at grinding. I pull or I don't, for example. You just see my legs moving a bit, trembling a bit. But that is an RP9 for me. While I have some clients who, or my coach, for example, on the second rep in his squat, he looks like he can't do anything more. Like, like he it looks grinded, but he can keep going for 10 other reps. It's incredible. So if you look at it, you would say, okay, that's, that's an RP9 after the second rep, but he does eight reps more, meaning that it was nothing. And that's something the athlete needs to learn. And he needs, the athlete needs to learn what a real RP10 feels like yeah. so that he understands it for himself too. And the coach needs to understand it too. So I sometimes like um, even to get to know a person in some movements to see how a RP10 kind of looks like to regulate it with uh, like to know if I can push in more or less because uh, it's, it's different. So it takes practice, but once you get the hang of it, it can be very, very useful. And it also depends a little bit on the exercise. As when you look at the athletes, um, some exercises might, may look different to other exercises. Yeah? Grinding mm -hmm. a squat is a completely different thing to grinding, I don't know, maybe a curl or something and it yeah. definitely feels completely different if yeah. you ever had a nine or a ten in a squat set it, it, that's a complete different level to a curl a completely yeah. different one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's let's say yeah like rp plays a bigger role in big compound movement and in little movements Absolutely. just as a as a general rule But give some 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 tips for rating your um, RPE. I think um, it, the first thing should be don't think about it too much while you're doing it. Yeah. Think about it when you've done it. Yeah. That's a very very important one. So going into a set and into a training and knowing, okay, I gotta hit a eight today, and um, I think. You should know a number before already that you aim for, but also feel it through the the warm-up sets. 
where um, you, yeah, while, while doing the warm-up sets, you, you feel how heavy it is. But here's a little misconception that happens a lot of times. Just because the warm-up doesn't feel perfect, it doesn't mean you can't hit the set. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's so important to understand right here. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's very important. And another thing, you got to practice it and it's more about processing through it mm -hmm. instead of being perfect, with, perfect the, yeah. with the RPE all the time. You, you would never be. Yeah. And yeah, maybe let's switch to the point. So when do we like to use RPE or rear? Uh, for example, on skills, I like to use RPE all day long. I feel RPE has more a subjective side to it, while Veer is more objective, at least in my, my head. So I see RPE as a lot of how you feel about an exercise. I like it for singles, because for singles too, it's a lot about feeling how the rep wa was, not how many reps you could do more with a heavy single, meaning that if you hit, need to hit an RP9, and you hit an RP9 and you know you can hit like put 2.5 kg more on the lift, for example, it's different than you hit, you want to hit an a rear one. It just, I don't know, it feels like if you hit a rear one, you can do one more rep. If you hit RP9 in a peaking, like, or a 9.5, let's say you can put 2.5 kg more on the lift, maybe when, when you go. Uh, at the champion, like go compete, but you for sure maybe won't be able to do two more reps or so. And I feel the line is a bit like it feels it's more subjective to me. And in skills, when you hold something and it's about perfect execution and perfect technique until a certain point, um, an RP7 means you held it for six seconds, for example. And it was absolutely perfect, and you could have hold it for at least three more seconds, let's say, but it's not as exact in skills because three more seconds in a certain skill where you you use it to really accumulate volume is a different thing than a straddle planche that you maybe just reached and you can do maximum three seconds. And it felt super good and technique was clean, but for sure not you would be able to hold it for six seconds, even if you rate it a seven. To, to make a practical example, six seconds of straddle planche, you would have died probably after fifth second. So, um, yeah, and real, I like to use it when the reps are higher because it's easier, like you have eight reps, you could probably have done 10. And if you tried, you could have done 10 if you hit a real two. And I don't know, I feel it's more objective and it works very well there. I have some clients rate RP and rear both. That's actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. What only only one actually, but um, it works well with her, for example. Yeah, okay. like in exercises like muscle up or so, because then it's more the RP is more the technical rating, and the rear is more how many more she could have done. That that's pretty yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. As and here comes comes the thing in that is uh, very interesting as a lot of people have a pretty similar 
thinking about RPE and rear. And then comes always a little bit of uh, like uh, individual thinking about it in there. As I know, as an example, um, Alex Purzel yeah. from Intelligent Strength, he, um, I, I think he has like two kind of RPEs in, in his programming, which one is uh, uh, the technical one and one is the, uh, mm -hmm. the um, yeah, like, like muscle failure stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And um, I think it also makes sense to have both in there or explain it to the athlete how you want it to, to be. Mm -hmm. And I think, in, especially in a peaking, yes. like that, or when it's kind of a strength block, not, not a hypertrophy block, then it's, it makes absolutely more sense to go into the technical part of it um, as you, you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be the one who has a shitty rep in in the exertion of the of this one yeah, because um, you risk hurting yourself too like just exactly yeah the loads are a lot higher yeah. the intensity is a lot higher the tendons to get injured is definitely a lot higher so you gotta be really perfect with this one mm -hmm. um and that's that's i think a very important one and when it comes to stuff like the assistance exercises which are just there to accumulate um volume like maybe having rows or stuff like that for for the lads and stuff um it may be that these ones you don't have to be that accurate with a row like you have to be with a competition pull-up and stuff like that yeah. Um, yeah so um here it is a little bit different but it's very important to explain how you think of RPE very well to the athlete. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. As it might be that he doesn't know about it and he read something about it or heard this podcast and thinks mm -hmm. maybe the way I think or maybe the way you think, but his coach is completely different in this yeah. thing. And it's so it's very important to don't have a misconception here. Yeah. So, and I think that's why like video feedbacks are very important too, as part of a coach to, to see how, like how they rate it and how they think about it. Yeah. That's a very important one. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. I think we covered it all. We, we got it. Nice and crispy. <laughs> that was the RPN rear quickie. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Have a nice weekend. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Like and share this one and definitely share this one on your social media. Do it. Yeah. Tag us. People need to know. Yes. Do it. Goodbye. <laughs>